Aloha and welcome to Where Do We Go, a podcast where we, as high schoolers, sit down with female professionals in different fields to simply talk story and share with us their experiences, advice, and overall helping us foster female leaders for the future. I'm your host, Kylie Hamamoto, and I'm so glad that you decided to join us today. To learn more about our podcast and previous episodes and speakers, visit our website at www.wegohawaii.org slash listen. Our podcast is brought to you by WeGo, a nonprofit organization founded by Kylie Hamamoto with the mission to foster strong and independent female leaders. To learn more about WeGo and ways to support, visit www.wegohawaii.org for more details. Today's Where Do We Go episode is a special installment part of our Women Across Professions event. This week-long experience features leading women in fields that include business, medicine, engineering, and more to support girls in our community and giving them opportunities to gain valuable insight and mentorship. Following this interview, we hope you will join us in listening to other interviews we held and hear some of the words of other women at the forefront of their field. To learn more about Women Across Professions and to listen to other interviews, visit www.wegohawaii.org slash womenacrossprofessions. In today's installment of Where Do We Go for the Women Across Professions Conference, we are joined by Punahou sophomore Kat Viola, who will be having a conversation with Dr. Allison Tamamoto of Pediatrics Physicians Group. Mahalo and enjoy today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome to our second interview in the medical field of our Women's Across Professions Conference. I'm Kat Viola. Um, so today we have Dr. Allison Tamamoto, also from Pediatrics Physicians Group, um, which is a private practice in IAEA. She works as a primary caregiver to pedia- for pediatrics. Um, so let's get into our meeting. The first question was, what were some of your favorite classes in high school or like subjects yeah. in general? Yeah, so I really enjoyed the sciences, no surprise. Yeah. Um, I really liked um, biology, um, AP biology in senior year. Um, was probably the one that sticks up in my mind the most. Um, a lot of it was we had a, a really good teacher who engaged the students wonderfully. Um, I went to Ilani and so we, um, all the AP biology students got to do like um, a marine biology like like weekend um, oh, cruise. Oh, wow. so, yeah, you actually like go and learn a lot about um, um, you know, marine bio, and we stay out on a boat for, for if I remember, it was like a weekend long. Um, but it was just like like things like that and, and different opportunities that he created that gave fun, interesting ways, I think, to, to learn about science that, that I gravitated to the most. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That sounds super fun. <laughs> um, so, and then what interests you most about medicine in college? Because that was something you had to think about. Early yeah, right. So in college, I think it was um, like I was a I started off as a biology major is kind of a starting point. And then um, I actually um, switched over to biochemistry because I just got interested in um, more of the molecular science, I think, for a little part. Um, but at the end, um, throughout my summer's home um, in Hawaii, I was um, going to um, Kaiser and volunteering over in the pediatric ward. Um, oh. over. So a lot of it was actually just playing with the kids in the playroom. Um, and 
but also to just like seeing the families, I think seeing some of, um, you know, the things they had to deal with, like whether it would be G-tubes or, you know, breathing assistance, you know, um, really kind of made me gravitate towards medicine. I, I, during college also, I think it was my junior and senior year, um, volunteered in the local emergency room. We had an Adventist Castle Hospital near us. Um, and so volunteered there um, and just got to see a lot. Um, also did a rotation my senior year um, uh, over at USC um, in the emergency room there. So um, just got a lot of experience where I think I got exposure that was good for me to decide, okay, is this really something I want to commit to? <laughs> um, and, you know, it is a big commitment to going mm -hmm. to medicine. Yes. Um, Yes, yes, as you know very well. Um, so, so I think those were, you know, the biggest things that helped me immerse myself. And then, um, I think I think the biggest thing that drew me to it was the people, you know. So, um, seeing, um, you know, of course the patients and the experiences they have, but then also how much the the doctors, um, nurses, the whole team play such an important role in in helping that either be a really, you know, the best as possible experience or the worst, ex you know, experience it could possibly be. So, yeah, yeah. Um, were there any specific doctors that really inspired you or like made it very clear that you definitely wanted to pursue medicine? Gosh, that's a good question. Um, probably my senior year um, when I rotated through um, the ER at the USC, um, LA County Hospital. Um, there were actually like a handful of doctors who, gosh, I feel so bad, I can't remember all their names, but like, you know, who um, um, took time to explain things to me. They, they took time to, um, you know, take me with, you know, them on, on, on patient rooms and surgeries, even, you know, things like that, that let me have some hands-on experience. Um, but I can't, yeah, that was probably the most impact I had in college was at LA County, yeah. Oh, okay. And then, I'm sorry, um, were these experiences set up through college or did you have to, like, be proactive and find them yourself? Sure. So the, the Adventist Castle Hospital one, I had to set up myself mm -hmm. and then, um, the LA County was an actual program that was in the built into the pre-med program in Occidental College. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. And then, is there anything that interests you most about medicine now or makes you feel like, wow, I really chose the right career? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's going to be the families for me. So, you know, I went into primary care. Um, where we get to see the patients grow from ideally newborn through, you know, college. Um, you get to, you know, grow with the families and, and help the families. And I think, too, like, the experience changed for me when I became a mother <laughs> that, that um, you know, um, I can have a different viewpoint of empathy, I think, now that um, um, really has connected me and brought me closer into the, the family network of, of my patients. And so um, that's going to be the most enjoyable part of, of what I get to do. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about the application process when you were applying to medical school? 
Yeah, so um, we actually at Occidental College, the, the school I went to, had a wonderful um, um, pre-med program. Mm -hmm. um, we had a counselor that I could meet with um, as often as I wanted, basically, um, to do mock interviews, to do, um, you know, to have her look over my applications as well as my um, essays. Um, and so that was, you know, a wonderful resource for us to use. Um, I probably didn't apply to as many um, schools as some other people did because I kind of was very specific about where I wanted to go location-wise. And so um, I knew there were a couple schools I was looking at in California, um, like USC, um, and then I interviewed to a couple in New York because I had a brother living up there. But for the most part, I think my plan was always to kind of come back home to Hawaii, hopefully. Yeah. And so that was kind of where I focused a lot of my effort <laughs> on coming back. Um, and then could you explain some of like the main differences between applying to medical school then to applying to college because I'm sure they're very um, different yeah yeah I think in, for applying to college I was looking at um, I, I was looking at like the differences between small schools and large schools mm -hmm. um, and then I actually ended up gravitating towards smaller like liberal arts colleges mm -hmm. um, so like and Occidental, um, uh, why am I blinking? Um, oh my gosh, I'm blinking. Lewis and Clark. So like, so like a lot of the, the smaller schools, um, because I liked the smaller class sizes and the more one-on-one um, -on -one ratio, uh, closer to one-on-one -on -one ratio, you know, with the teachers, um, rather than a big university. Um, and so, um, when it came to looking at colleges, I guess I was just looking for a more well-rounded experience and then um, a smaller setting. And then and then I think, too, I didn't want to go away to college and go to a big university and, one, get kind of lost in the crowd. And then, two, you know, tend to, like, I felt like a lot of, like, other people we knew who were going to bigger schools from Hawaii were only staying then with Hawaii people, like, in the Hawaii club and you know kind of thing and, and what I really enjoyed about the experience at a smaller liberal arts college was that I really got to I feel like come out of my shell and um, you know meet other people meet people from all over the country and um, different you know backgrounds and ethnicities and so that was and they're some of the most lasting I think friendships I have you know um, outside of my high school friends but you know that they that they really become this wonderful support of women that I have. Um, and um, I think medical school was a little different in applying because it was kind of one, you, you want to just get in somewhere. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're kind of looking at anywhere. And then um, it, was, it was just really focusing on coming back to Hawaii, yeah. I think. Okay, and then why did you choose to work in PEDS? I know you touched on a little bit, you really liked working with families and working with kids, but were there any yeah. specific experiences throughout medical school um, that really yeah. pushed you towards PEDS? Yeah, I think it was um, like third year medical school. I think I, so leading into medical school, I, I knew I wanted to try to do primary care. Mm -hmm. um, and probably into third year of medical school, um, um, as a student, you know, during our rotations, I really enjoyed my peds rotation. 
Um, I really enjoyed actually the Hemonc, the Hematology Oncology Award, um, and working with those teams um, and families um, at Kopiolani. And that kind of really showed me, you know, I think how how much of an impact the medical team can have on, on these families. And so um, those were kind of big things for me. I, I also had um, in um, uh, my fourth year of medical school, I tried to do rotations in family medicine, which is kind of another general, you know, primary care um, work. And, and I actually found I, I didn't like adults as much <laughs> as I and and that the children were just so good of heart and um you know they just were patients that you wanted to defend and fight for you know every day you know kind of thing and so um i think that's what kind of gravitated me to them um in my fourth year of medical school rotation um they let you do um like inpatient um rotations where you you, you get to go in and actually work with the hospital team um, of residents. And I actually made a, a really, I think, impactful relationship with one of the moms who had a, um, a child who was chronically in the hospital. She ended up having a, a metabolic disorder that she was born with. And um, we ended up losing her. You know, we ended up losing at, at about six years old. And um, even though it wasn't, of course, the outcome we would have wanted. Um, you know, the the mom. I think just just seeing that family and and um, all the things they did to cope with that afterwards too was was very impactful for me to to know too that you know that um, you really kind of become an uh, extension of their family. You know, as as their doctor. Yeah. Um, and then building off of that, so obviously you're in private practice. So do you feel that you make stronger connections with your families or does it not really make a difference? I think you do. I think you make stronger, you know, relationships because you're really kind of their first line um, and someone they're going to constantly be reaching out to. Mm -hmm. um, as a hospitalist, I, I mean, I'm sure hospitalists make wonderful relationships with their patients, especially ones who are frequently going into the hospital. But, you know, you, you see them for a set period of time and then you, you maybe don't get to see them ever again, ideally. <laughs> um, and so, um, yeah, I, I think working in private practice, you definitely get uh, to get to build a relationship and in an in a impactful, I think, um, uh, role, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... What does your typical day look as like as a pediatrician? Yeah, so um, most days they're gonna be probably about eight forty-five, eight thirty, eight forty-five. Um, starting in the office, um, seeing patients, um, making telephone calls. Um, to there's a lot more um, telephone calls, especially since during the pandemic. Um, and just trying to help counsel parents over the phone or decide if they need to come into the office. Um, and we probably have office visits all the way till 11.30 and then um, we break for lunch and then um, the afternoon is probably about two through four o'clock. Um, there are, you know, I, I am building um, my patient panel um, being a younger physician. And so we still see a lot of patients in the hospital and, and newborns in the hospital. So most times um, the day will actually start with me either going to the hospital around six or so before clinic or 
during my lunch hour, uh, I'm going to either Queens or Kapilani. And then there's charting on the computer in between. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your day never ends. They never ends, yeah. Um, okay, and then our final question, or one of our final questions, are is are there any anecdotes or like fun memorable moments that stuck out to you most about either medical school residency or even as like when you first started establishing your practice um i think it, i mean it's probably a very generic one but but just like that i'm i think even now i'm always reminded to i think always be ready to learn like you know that that medicine but really life is just is forever learning you're gonna learn new things you're gonna learn new things um i learn new things about medicine we learn new diagnoses you know it's nice being in a group practice where we can talk to each other and be like did you know that this is this is a thing you know kind of thing and and um you know we'll, we'll learn that way and i think it it reminds you to stay humble you know that that um a patient is going to come in and they're going to have something that we're we're not going to really be able to figure out right away and we're going to maybe need to do a lot of testing get specialists involved and and bounce ideas off of each other and um go to work and do our research and so um to just always remember to keep learning i guess yeah our last question actually that we're asking everybody that is going to be part of our conference is is there any specific advice that you would give a high school student who hopes to pursue a career in your field, so in medicine? Yeah, I think the biggest advice is to just really keep your options open. I think college is a wonderful time to get to experience um, just all of your interests and all of your um you know, passions and to see what really fits for you. You know, medicine is a long road and, um, you know, you don't want to look back and say, I was just so focused on, you know, doing X, Y, and Z and getting to the finish line that I didn't get to experience life along the way, I think. And so um, that's, I think, the, the biggest thing for college. And um, for medical school, I think it's just to, to have, um, you know, take every opportunity that you can, you know, um, there'll be some volunteers, there'll, um, experiences, there'll be community service experiences, um, and just, um, even when you're, like, in your medical school rotations, um, you know, there'll be constant opportunity to be proactive and ask questions, and, um, you know, the attendings want to teach, you know, and, and, and they want, but, but you got to show them you want to learn. And so, so, you know, just taking all the opportunities you can. Yeah. Great. Thank you so okay. much for meeting with us. Um, everyone's super excited to hear from you. So thank you so much. Oh, thanks Kat. Hope it was helpful. It was. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You Bye. have a good day. Bye. All you right. too. Bye. Mahalo for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you were able to gain valuable insight from our wonderful speaker today. We hope you have a great rest of your day and tune in next time. This is Kylie signing off. We'll see you in the next one.